Merry Christmas, everybody. September 6, 2009. It's Berna. September. October, November, December. So it's Berna. So it's time to get in the Christmas spirit. Let me be the first to greet you. Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas. And the fun is just beginning. Yeah, 100, 109 days until Christmas. 100, are you ready for Christmas? Okay. Yeah. All right. Kagabi, we had such a good time soaking in the presence of God. Sino nandito kagabi? Oh, so beautiful presence of God kagabi. And we had such a good time. About one and a half, almost two hours of just waiting on the Lord, soaking in His presence. And next month, every once a month, so tandaan mo, the first, diba para kay God talaga ang una, the first Saturday of every month we have soaking. Saturday, 6 to 8 p.m. right here. And next month, we'll have soaking, a special kind of soaking in the presence of God. We call it rock, uh, slow rock worship. So, i-re-remix na yung mga popular songs from the 80s, 90s up to present. And we will use them to praise our God. Okay, so next uh, month, October, first Saturday of October. And we're praying for a more facilities. Join us, Lord, to just pray to God to give us more facilities. I don't know kung anong, uh, kung anong itsura, kung maglalagay ng a big building there at the back na magkasya ng 1,000 people or what. Kasi the past weeks, you know, the, the, the numbers of people coming to church is more and more and more and more. Alam mo, last Sunday, the second service palang 200 higit na children. Iba pa yung adults. And the whole service is for Saturday, Sunday up till Sunday 10 o'clock. 676 combined attendance. Amazing. Come on, give the Lord a big hand clap of praise. Amazing. Just people coming and, you know, the, 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 the teens are out here in the heat and sometimes in the rain and the children doing and... Uh, but God is good and we're just praying that God will open up another facilities for us para magkasya and magcontain ang harvest. How many of you have your container sa bahay? Maybe uh, uh, bowl or yung Tupperware kung saan nilalagay mong ulam. Andun yung ulam. So the ulam is yung interest mo, hindi yung container. But you need the container to get your ulam, Right? Ganon din ang, ang ating facilities. This building, actually, ang heart ko wala dito sa facilities. My heart is for the people, but we need the facilities to contain the people. So join us in praying for more facilities, the, 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 the funds, the resources, the, the hollow blocks dyan, bakal, pintura lahat, and another minicab, and drivers, and let's just see what God is going to do. You know, God can work miracles. I believe it. Because we bought this first building, wala pang, I think, less than 5,000 pesos sa banko. And God performed a miracle. And we were able to get this land and this building. And then God has been doing miracles ever since. So I believe nothing is impossible for God. So join me and let us just pray to God, Lord, anong gagawin mo? Hindi magkasya ang 676 people in one small building like this. We need a big one. Are you with me? 
Let's, let's, let's just pray together. Let's pray right now. Father, we thank you for this, this place. This is not where our heart is. Our heart is in Jesus. Our heart is not in the minicab or the facilities or the building or the, 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 the land here. But we want to see people come to be saved. We want to see people knowing Jesus. So, Lord, let this place be your consecrated container where the people can come and be taught about Jesus. The people can be saved. The people can worship and, and learn. And, and the children will grow up with the fear of God. And people will serve you and be committed to each other in a family. So, Lord, we thank you for your church. We thank you for your work here and all around the world. But, Lord, we, we ask you. We need your help. We ask you. We depend on you to make it bigger. Make it bigger. Fill this whole lands up. All the places around here. Fill it up with a big building to contain the harvest for the glory of Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Hey, today is a great, a great word. This is a great word. Yeah. How many of you have Friendster? You know what is Friendster? How many of you? Friendster or Facebook? You know what I mean? Facebook or Friendster? Oh, mas uso na ang Facebook, ah. Okay, so in, 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 in the status, doon sa mga profile na kung saan na andun yung pangalan, yung age, address, everything, there's a place there for relationship. Okay? If you remember, there's a place that says, are you, anong status mo? Either married, single, meron din doon na sa mga nakikilive-in, they call it domestic partner. And then meron, meron isa doon na pwede kang pumili it says it's complicated. You're not married. You're not single. It's just it's it's complicated. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? how many of you had checked that one in your in your status? No, it's complicated. You know, oh, it's complicated. It means to be in your relationship more. Supposedly either married or single. What? Pag single, happily single. Walang nakalagay. It's complicated. Proud na proud na maglagay na single. If you're happily married, you would put there married. But anybody who checked, it's complicated. At the back of that, somewhere there's a hurt in their relationship status. Somewhere they're not happy. It's not fulfilled. It's complicated. And our goal and one of the core values of the church is to have uncomplicated relationships. One of the core values of the Lord is relationships, family. And it's not the will of God that our relationships are complicated. God wants our relationships to be smooth and uncomplicated. Magaan. Kasi pag magaan ang relationships, magaan ang buhay. So goes your life according sa relationship mo. If you have good relationships at home, you have a good family life. If you have good relationships at work, you have a great job. Magpasalamat ka. If you have good relationships at, at church, you're going to have a happy church experience. Tama po ba? However goes your relationship status, that will be the quality of your life. It will either be the best experience in life or your most biggest headache, nightmare. So our goal, friends, is uncomplicated relationships. And one of the things that could help relationships is to have confrontation. Everybody say confrontation. Now, I know that 
when you say confrontation, it sounds bad. Diba? Sa ating definition, may definition dyan na confrontation. It's to face or challenge. Okay? Sa Tagalog, harapin. To face or challenge someone with opposing needs, values, ideas, or interests. So, how many of you love conflict? You like relation. You like to have a confrontation. Harap harapan. You like that. How many of you like that? You like confrontations? Man, something's wrong with you. <laughs> you know, if you really enjoy confrontation, something's something must be wrong. The confrontation. Of course, we like the results, but the confrontation itself is uncomfortable. Tama. The confrontation itself is awkward. It, it, sometimes it's mainit pati. No? And most people would prefer to avoid at all costs. Avoid confrontation. To the point, mayroong darating, kakausapin kanya, haharapin kanya. You would even go another direction para hindi kanya makikita. We don't like confrontation. We try to, it's a Philippine culture especially better to have anything to happen but not confrontation because it's uncomfortable. But I want to share with you that confrontation is a part of life. And if you are going to have relationships, kasama talaga ang conflict. Diba? Kasi kasama talaga sa lahat. Lahat tayo may conflict. Tingnan mo, tingnan mo dito sa screen na mga ilang pictures of conflict, confrontation. Itong confrontation about to happen here. Anong nangyayari dito? Looks like a jealous girlfriend. Right? How many of you can relate to that? You ladies. You, you see a lipstick on your boyfriend and you, you know that's not your lipstick. And So this is a confrontation about to happen. How about the next one? Is this a confrontation? Malapit malalabas na ang confrontation. Kasi nabanggaan sila and they're about to discuss and conf conflict kung sino may kasalanan doon. Next. Oh, here's another between friends. Sabi ng isa, oh girl. Sabi ng oh girl. So something happened and they're settling the issue. Now, next. Lion King. Sino may, may, Simba. Sino may, may, may. This is a face-to-face -face confrontation. How about the next one? Okay, how many of you married couples? You know what this feels like. You know, butting heads. Talagang difference of opinion, difference of needs. Conflict of interest, there's gonna be a confrontation. Kahit anong gawin mo, kasama mo sa bahay yan, mayroon at may, hindi, mo, hindi, mo pwede, hindi mo kayang iwasan yun, di ba? Next. Okay, now this one, mag-asawa din, pero mukhang kalmado naman. Okay naman ang confrontation. Mukhang very healthy ito. Mayroon siyang side, mayroon siyang side. Yan, pero they're going through a confrontation. Next. Now this one is mother to daughter. Sabi ng nanay, 8 o'clock natapos ang soaking sa SFCC. Bakit alas 12 ka dumating sa bahay? So there's a face-to-face -face confrontation. Kakausapin ni niya. Okay, how about this? Between mga neighbors. Kapit bahay. So that looks like a very energetic conf confrontation. No pa? Ayan, confrontation ba ito? Presko kasi si workmate. And the girl says, wait, 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 wait. Okay, next one. Office, at work, may confrontations. And this one, the last one, this is interesting. Na sabi, mahirap makita yung words, but sabi nung boss, sabi niya, I'm not very good at confrontation. 
Kaya, I wrote you a message on the whiteboard and it's scrambled. Paki, unscramble and you'll find the secret message there. So can you see it says, fired your. So in unscramble ng employee, you're fired. Pero hindi niya kayang sabihin, derecho. So how many of you enjoy confrontation? I just want to say that there is uh, always going to be conflict in our relationships. But it's not a question of kung makakaroon ka ng conflict. Given yan. Ang tanong is, how will you manage the conflicts that comes up at home, at work, in the church? Garantisado, you will have conflict with your relationships. The question is, how will you manage it? You can manage it the wrong way, which is make conflict, fight back, retaliate, magalit, or the other possible na way, na also wrong, is shy away, iwasan. Avoid it. Don't talk about the issue. Itabi mo yung issue. Don't, don't discuss it. And then, ano nangyayari? Nag-iipon ng galit, samang loob, unforgiveness, at hindi nakakatulong sa relationships kasi habang tumataga, ano nangyayari? Nagiging more complicated. Diba? So how do we handle confrontation? Yan ang pag-usapan natin ngayon. And the title of this message is Caring Enough to confront. Put your hand on your heart and say, I care. I know you care. I care. But do you care enough to confront when needed? Number one, confrontation may be needed when someone is hurt. Kung may nasaktan, someone is hurt, hurt feelings, nadamay pa yung pati yung ego, pride, and when someone is hurt, and it doesn't matter kung sino yung na-hurt. Maybe you're the one who was hurt or maybe you hurt someone. Siyempre sa bahay, hindi maywasan. There are hurt feelings. There's competition at work. There's hurt feelings all around us every day. There's opportunity to get hurt and to hurt someone. Confrontation may be needed when someone is hurt. Now, the Bible says that if you are hurt, go confront the person who hurt you. If you are hurt, it says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 to 17, it says, If another believer sins against you, nasaktan ka, sinaktan ka niya, go privately and point out the offense. Okay? So if the Bible says, if you're hurt, someone sins against you, harapan mo siya. Puntahan mo at sabihin mo kung ano yung ginawa niya nakakasakit sa'yo. Are you following me? That's in the Bible. The second part there, letter B, is if you hurt someone. Okay? This is different. Now, uh, you, you're not the one hurt. Siguro, okay ka. Wala kang samang loob. But you know or nalaman mo na yung words mo or yung decisions mo or something na ginawa mo ay nakakasakit sa iba. Nakaka-offend. And someone is hurt. Their feelings are hurt dahil sa'yo. Maaring sinadya mo o kahit hindi mo sinasadya. But someone got hurt because of you. The Bible says, Go reconcile. Go reconcile. Now, Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 to 24, nakikita natin kung gaano kahalaga sa Diyos na tayo ay magre-reconcile when someone was hurt by us. And it says in Matthew 5, 23, 24, that if you are offering your gift at the altar, may, may dala ka ng alay sa Diyos, no? 
And if you are offering your gift at the altar and there, remember that your brother has something against you. Samang loob kaya. Leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother and then come offer your gift. Ganong katindi, ganong kahalaga sa Diyos. God says, if you're worshiping me, you're serving me, may dala ka pa ng ally for me. He said, if you remember that your relationship is complicated, you remember that someone is holding a grudge against you. Sabi ni Lord, it's so important to me that I'm even telling you to pause your worship, pause your gift, and go settle and go reconcile with your brother first. Then come back and ituloy mo yung pagsambab mo. Wow! Ganong kahalaga sa Diyos. In other words, listen, God is very concerned about your relationships. God is concerned that it's smooth and not complicated. It's not hurtful and it doesn't have hurt. God is so interested na maayos ang mga relationships natin that He's even willing na itabi mo mo na yung worship. Itabi mo mo na yung, yung, yung service mo sa Diyos. Higit pa sa ating paglingkod, pagsamba sa Diyos is that we have to be reconciled one to another. Do you understand me? Okay? Kung naintindihan mo, sabihin mo, uh-huh. So, go confront if you are hurt. Go reconcile if someone was hurt by you. And letter B there dito, the second one is, if someone, ito second occasion, if you need to confront if someone is in sin. Kung may kasalanan sa buhay ng kapwa mo, ng kapatid mo, sa Panginoon, if someone in your family is living in sin, then the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, if someone is caught in sin, you know, caught is like a trap. Kasi ang kasalanan parang isang trap. And I think from time to time, lahat tayo minsan trap sa kasalanan. No? But the Bible says if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourselves or you may also be tempted. So confrontation may be needed if someone is in sin. Sabi niya, you who are spiritual. Hindi ibig sabihin, you who are perfect at walang kasalanan. You don't have to be perfect, but it says, if you are spiritual enough na nakikita mo kasalanan ng ginagawa ng isang tao, you should go and restore that person. Ibig sabihin, puntahan mo at sabihin mo sa kanya, brother, sister, I'm concerned about you. I care enough. Kaya kino-confront na kita. I care enough na itong ginagawa, itong nangyayari sa buhay mo ngayon, hindi itong kalauban ng Diyos. And because I care for you, kaya ako nagsasabi. Kaya ako nagsasabi. Are you following me? Do you care enough to say that? Or do you just ignore? Mind your own business. You know, if you really care, you would confront. If someone is in sin, or... It says, correct if there's obvious sin. Correct if there is obvious sin. Or warn, warning, warning, alarm, warning, if there's danger of sin. Maaring hindi pa, hindi pa naman masasabi na kasalanan na kasalanan yun. But nakikita mo yung, yung direction that he's headed. And he's, he's in the, maybe he's with the wrong relationships. Maaring na 
Nakikipag-boyfriend or girlfriend sa hindi Christian and nakikita mo kung ano yung magiging result ng buhay nit if they will continue going in that direction. And you can see that if they would continue um, in this direction they're going, it will result in sin and far, far away from God. And so what do you do? You bring a warning. So you confront someone with a warning. Do you care that much to do that? Parang it's like this. Nagkapit-bahay mo. Let's say, madaling araw gising ka, tumingin ka sa labas. Uy, may usok dyan sa bahay ng, ng kapit-bahay mo. Nakita mo, apoy. Ba, alam mo naman yung kapit-bahay mo, malalim ang tulog niya. Hindi maaring gigising kasi sarap ng tulog ng mga kapit-bahay mo. But nakita mo, and you went outside, nakita mo kalahating bahay niya nasusunog na. And alam mo, may tao pa sa loob. And there's people there, the children are, are going to perish. They're going to die in that burning house. What will you do? Go back to sleep? You'll go back to watch TV? Alam mo naman, nakatulog sila sa loob ng bahay. And if they stay there, if they don't get out, they will die. If you care enough, you will confront them. Kahit magalit man sila. Hello? Nasusunok ng bahay mo. And if you don't get out of there you don't get away from that, you will die. Because I care, that's why I woke you up. That's why I want you to get, it's danger, danger, danger. And I see so many people's lives like that. Their house, their life is burning with the wrong crowd, burning as if danger. They're in the wrong uh, mentality sa ginagawa nila, sa business nila. And it's looks like if they continue going, if they stay in the same uh, direction, they will be in a lifestyle of sin. Do you care enough to say something? Sabihin mo, hey, wake up. Come out of that. You're in the wrong path. Care enough. Sana mag-care enough tayo. Tingnan mo sa video clip nito na isang father, very concerned about yung anak niya. Kaya gumagawa siya ng way, maski pa paano, para may confront yung anak niya. Kasi yung anak niya nagda-drugs na, pero hindi alam ng tatay. Pero nakikita niya yung mga signs. Watch this video clip. Henry, balita ko, hindi ka na nakaka-attend ng cell group. At uh, paminsan-minsan ka na lang nakakasama sa amin paglingko. Dati-dati, ikaw... Kawitong laging nag-aaya, pero ngayon parang kawitong umiiwas. Ano ba nangyayari sa'yo, anak? Pa, wala po nangyayari sa akin. Talagang sobra lang po yung trabaho sa opisina. Kulang sa oras. Marami ka naman trabaho dati, pero active ka naman sa church. At tingin ko parang Hindi ka naman kukulang sa panahon dahil mukhang nakukuhang pang lumabas kasama ng mga kaibigan mo. Sino ko nagsabi sa inyo niyan? Pa, kung lumalabas man ako kasama yung mga barkada ko, karapatan ko yun. Hindi na ako estudyante. Kailangan ko pa ba magpaalam? Pera ko yung ginagamit ko, okay? Nagkukulang ba ako sa pagbigay dito? Hindi naman eh. Pati paglabas ko, sinusumbat niyo. Hindi lang ang libangan ko eh. Hindi kita sinusumbatan, anak. Nag-aalala lang ako sa'yo dahil parang... parang nagbago ka na. 
isang gabi, amoy alak ang dumating. Tapos, madalas inumaga ka ng umuwi. Nakangayot ka na nga eh. Pero ang pinakamasakit sa lahat ay parang... Parang lumalayo ka na sa Panginoon. Oh, you see that? Dahil mahal na mahal niya ang anak niya, kinoconfront niya. Sana sa ating mga relationships, meron tayong courage enough to confront when someone's going the wrong way. Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 7 to 9, God told him, I am making you a watchman for the people of Israel. And if I announce that some wicked people are sure to die and you fail to tell them to change their ways, then they will die in their sins and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. But if you warn them to repent and they don't repent, they will die in their sins, but you will have saved yourself. So sabi, nung God, sabi ni God kay Ezekiel, pag, if there's a warning and you fail to tell them, mananagot ka. I, I know one time I was in Manila and Ayokong ganito. Minsan, na, 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 nalilito ako sa mga daan. I don't know where I'm going. And so, pag ganon-ganon ako, pa ilang beses ako, pabalik, ganitong kalsada, then back here. And siyempre mga tambay doon, alam nila. Alam nila yung way. Magtatanong pa ako dito. Where, where, where to get to this street like that? And then they would, they would tell me, ah, dyan, 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 sa kanto. Ngayon, parang malabo ang mga directions. And so I would go down there. and Obvious naman, nakikita naman nila lahat na hindi ko pa nakuha yung tamang instructions. So, pagdating ko doon sa medyo malayo, then balik ako doon. And then, andun pa rin yung mga tambay. Matagal na sila doon. At nakikita nila ako. Wala naman silang tulong. Wala naman silang sinasabi. So, balik ako doon sa kabila. Opposite direction. And sa akin, frustrated ako because yung nakaalam at yung nakakita na obvious na lost ako. I don't know my way wala naman silang care enough na magsabi mali yung direction. At least, sasabihin nila hindi yung direction na yan. Have you ever experienced that? Now you're lost and you don't know your way and people don't help. The people that could help, don't help. That's like, you could wake your neighbors up, they could go out of the house and be saved, but you just watch their house burn. Wow! Fireworks! Galing! Ang warm dito! And you just let them burn. That's what it's like if you fail to confront someone who needs to be confronted. Are you following me? Maybe you have a child and you're not confronting that child. Maybe you have a, a, a family member, a, a friend, and you know they're in the wrong direction in life. Are you going to just watch them burn? Are you going to just let them go into sin? Or are you going to care enough to confront? If you see a brother or sister, maybe they're in a, 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 a ungodly relationship. O kaya they're stealing, korakot, dishonesty sa business. At alam mo, maybe they're lying. Maybe they even told you to cover up their lie. They even ask yung, yung support mo sa kanilang lying. And because they're your friend, you agreed. Instead of confronting them and correcting their wrong, you agreed to even support their wrong. Maybe you see them and they have an addiction, alcohol. Maybe they're in a sexual immorality uh, situation or gossip. It's wrong for you.
to not confront when you know you should. It's like when God came to God came over to uh, Cain after he killed his brother Abel, and God said, "Cain, where's your brother?" Alam yung attitude ni Cain. Sabi niya, "Wala akong pakialam. Am I my brother's keeper? Ako ba mamananagot para sa kanya?" And God is telling us today, "You are your brother's keeper, and you better be." responsible enough to keep your brothers and sisters. Is that a hard message? Number two, confrontation can have good results. Okay? This is good news. Confrontation can be very good. Kasi sa confrontation, maaring ma-clear up yung gulo sa relationship. Maaring maging, you can get clarification. Minsan, lalapit ako sa isang tao, sasabihin ko, brad, may sinabi ko ba sa'yo na nakaka-offend? Okay? Sa akin, hindi ako hurt. Pero I just wonder, if ma-feel mo minsan na parang hindi ayos yung relationship? Parang hindi ayos yung chemistry? Bad vibes? So maybe you just need to confront na to clarify. To clarify. Is it okay ba tayo? May sinabi ko ba na o may, may ginawa ko ba sa'yo na nakaka-offend? And so we need to clarify and confronting someone, listen, is a gift that you bring to the relationship. It's it nakakabuti sa relationship. And I know it's costly because confronting someone takes a lot of courage. It's hard. Sometimes it's awkward. Pero kung if you care enough, you will be willing to pay that price. You will be willing to, kasi when you confront someone, it's risky. You will risk even your own popularity with that person. Kasi hindi mo alam kung anong magiging response niya, kung magagalit sa'yo. So you're risking your own popularity with that person to make the relationship better. The thing is this, if you confront someone, you have to care more about their relationship to God than their relationship with you. I'll say that one more time. If you care enough to confront, you care about that person's relationship with God than you do their relationship with you. Confronting, you might save their life. I tell you, I was confronted. Bago pa ako dito sa Philippines, 1989, and I was in Manila. Although nagistay ako sa Erdaneta, pumunta ako sa Manila sa isang office na kung saan na may mga iba pang missionaries doon. And before dumating ako sa office, tumawag ako. I was looking for one of my friends there, American missionary din. Ay sumagot yung isang babae na Pilipina and hindi ko ma hindi ko naintindihan kung bakit na she would not pass the phone to my friend. She keeps asking what's your name? Anong office ito? Mga ganun na. So eventually, naging bastos ako. Sabi ko basta, let me talk to someone important. Parang ganun. Pinahiya ko siya and I said something I should not have said. And I was, uh, I treated her in a very uh, negative and nakakababa yung, yung treatment ko sa kanya sa phone. After about one or two days, nalaman siguro yung, yung balita bumalik dun sa friend ko. And he pulled me aside. He said, Tim, can I talk to you? Sure, sure. sure. Actually, I forgot about it. Wala na sa isip ko yan. He said, come here, I want to talk to you. He said, you know, nalaman ko na you hurt the feelings of this woman. You, you said something, she was really offended and she, she was, her feelings were hurt because the way you talked to her. And he said, and he confronted me and he told me some things. He said, you know, you need to be 
kind-hearted and da-da-da. Anyway, the point was, I was so convicted. Napaka-uncomfortable yung confrontation niya sa akin. Nung una, naging defensive pa ako. Until I realized, tama naman siya. And I need to repent. And to this day, I remember that guy. And he is so respected sa akin. I respect him so much because he took a risk to confront me and tell me directly what I did wrong. And because of that, I'm a better person today. Because of that, I was able to change my life. And when I changed my life, it changed my future. Confrontation can have great results. You can change people's lives and futures if you save them from going the wrong direction. Listen to this, James chapter uh, 5, verse 20. If you know people who have wandered off from God's truth, don't write them off. Go after them, get them back, and you will have rescued precious lives. Ignore. Go after the people if you know they have wandered off. Some of you here today, habang nakikinig ka sa akin, you know someone who's not living right. You know someone that's going the wrong direction. They're living in sin or they're in danger of sin. Ang tanong ko sa'yo is, are you willing to confront that? Do you care enough about that person's soul that you, you would risk your own popularity and confront them openly? Maganda ang results pag may confrontation. Example, may mga engineers sa isang building project at yung mga plano-plano nila, yung mga drawings nila is hindi agree. E so yung engineer na isa, sasabihin niya, tama yung sa akin, tama yung, yung ideas ko. Yung isang engineer, mali ka, tama yung sa akin. Doon sa confrontation ng mga engineers, maaring malalabas na yung plano which is better than the original plan. Kasi yung conflicting ideas, makakaroon ng best idea. Sa ating mga marriages, man, when there's confrontation, it's hard. Sa marriage, if you're living with someone, mahirap na may confrontation. Parang pak, 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 pak. Kiss-kissan na talagang ang hirap. It's very uncomfortable sa bahay. Pero if you go through the process with love and with commitment, ang kalabasan doon is you will have better communication in the house. You will have more matured ways of resolving conflict. In our cell groups, if you go through the process, pag may, may conflict ka sa isang kapatiran, but you go through the process, you're committed to each other, loyal to each other, even you don't agree, but you go through the process to talk it out. Talk, 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 talk about your feelings and try to understand. The result will be, you'll be such good friends. Most of our staff who had been together for many years, kanyang-kanyang story of conflicts to each other. But today, we are the best of friends. You cannot have that unless you are willing to confront. It says in uh, Proverbs 27, 17, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Magiging matalas ang mga relationships. You will be better if you let confrontations happen. You'll have a better, stronger, unshakable, unbreakable, deep, and uncomplicated relationships. Kaya ang suggestion ko sa ating lahat is gawin mong yung confrontation asap, as soon as possible, before it gets worse. 
Kasi habang tumatagal, nagtatanim ng galit, nagtatan, nagtatanim ng samang loob, and things get worse. Things get a lot worse. Alam mo yung volcano? Sino sa inyo may mga emotions katulad ng isang volcano? Alam mo yung volcano? Pakita mo yung volcano na may isang offense, na-offend ka, nasaktan ka, kaya nababoil up na. <laughs> Pero ayaw mo mag-confront. Ayaw mong sabihin directly kung ano yung feeling mo. Tinatago mo. Tatanong sa'yo, kumusta ka na? Okay lang. Di ba? Okay ka lang? Sigurado ka? Oo, oo. Bakit? Pero sa loob-loob, galit. How many of you know what I'm talking about? What's happening? Ikaw ay isang Mr. or Mrs. Pinatubo. Sometimes. Of course, hindi sa isang confrontation, hindi sa isang conflict lang. Pero conflict, next week another conflict, and next week another conflict, hanggang sang ano, yung ayaw mo na laging ginagawa, patong-patong na mga bilang na mga ginagawa niya sa'yo, and you never told them na yun pala ang nakaka-offend sa'yo, yun pala ang ayaw na ayaw mo. And then, nagiging Mr. Pinatubo ka, nagiging Miss Pinatubo ka, hanggang sa one day, you lag, lagi ka, lagi ka, lagi, lagi. And what happens? Talk about complicated relationships. It's so complicated. And you start bringing back the past, lahat ng mga ginawa niya. Why? You could have solved that. Hindi kailangan umabot sa ganyan. You could have followed the Bible way. And if someone offends you, you go to him privately and tell kung anong ginawa niya na. Do you understand this? It says here in uh, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18, Reckless words pierce, ouch, like a sword. But the tongue of the wise, sino mga wise in the house today? The tongue of the wise brings healing in our relationships. How many of you have a, have a wise tongue? I mean, you're, you're wise and your tongue is bringing healing. Remember, Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, said that if you see someone caught in sin, you should restore him gently. Alam you word restore sa Greek? It was used in Greek medical books. It was the word used when you're resetting a fractured bone. You're restore, you have a fractured bone and, and the doctors will reset that bone so that it could heal properly. That's what the word restore means. You bring them back to alignment. You, you bring them back gently. And of course, it's, it's going to hurt. Confrontation is like surgery on the soul, on the emotions. If someone confronts me, they're going to have to cut me first. It, it, it's like, you know, the, the doctor, if you need surgery, he will cut you. Tama? Masakit yun. But the doctor will first cut you and open you up and then perform surgery. And it will, he will hurt you first so that he can heal you. Do you understand? Masakit sa unang, but it's for the long-term good. And the Bible says, restore gently. Because the success of an operation, lalo na yung operation on a soul. Kasi napaka-sensitive yung mga damdamin natin. Napaka-sensitive ako. And if you confront someone's feelings, that's more delicate than any part of the body. And so the success of a confrontation, just like the success of a surgery, depends on the skill of the surgeon. I, a doctor could perform surgery with a spada, 
Chop, chop. Would you like your, your surgeon to have a big samurai sword? No, but he could perform surgery also with the delicate, fine instruments that are for precision exactly in the minimum way to be hurt. And when you confront someone, you need to be skillful like a surgeon. When someone is confronting you, you need to trust the doctor in heaven that it's for your good and you can be healed. The tongue of the wise brings healing. Number three, do a motive check. Makakatulong sa atin ito. Do a motive check. Anong motibo mo? Pag ikaw ay handa mag-confront sa isang tao, bago ka mag-confront, mag-pray ka muna. Lord, ayusin mo ang puso ko. Lord, uh, make sure yung, yung heart ko is pure. Before you confront, check your own heart. Check your own motives. The motive for confrontation should be love. Tama ba? Because the gifts of the Holy Spirit will flow through love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Dadaan at ma-empower ang mga gifts of the Holy Spirit will only flow through a network of love. So you need to have love be your motive. You care enough. You love the person. Kaya bago ka mag-confront, sabihin mo na ito ang foundation. May sasabihin ako sa'yo, pero gusto kong malaman mo, before I say anything, I want you to know, I love you. Kaya nagsasabi ko ito. Sinasabi ko yung kailangan kong sabihin, because I love you, I care for you. Make sure yung motive mo is not to make the person feel guilty. O, di ba? We're not supposed to judge. Do not judge or you will be judged. Pero confrontation is not judging. Okay? Depende sa motive mo. Make sure na ang motive mo is because you want to help, not to hurt. At hindi self-righteous. Sabi sa 1 Corinthians 10 verse 12, If you think you're standing strong, be careful. For you too might fall into the same sin. At hindi ganti, hindi revenge ang motives natin. <laughs> siya may mali gaganti ko. Sasabihin ko sa kanya, kukonfront ko siya. Kung yan ang motive mo, kung yan ang laman ng puso mo, you're not qualified to confront. The qual- Here's, listen, the qualification for you to confront someone is that in sin, is that you love them and want to help. That you care enough to confront. Number four. Dito tayo magtatapos. Number four. We need to respond to the leading of the Holy Spirit. The leading. If I'm, if I'm going someplace na hindi ko alam, I need a guide diba? to lead me. Can you please lead me to this place, a market na hindi ko alam? So I need someone to lead me. The Bible says that we need to be led in repentance. Okay? Godly sorrow or yung conviction ng Holy Spirit leads us to repentance. We also need to be led sa ating confrontations. You need the Holy Spirit to tell you if you should confront, when you should confront, the timing, the words, everything, kailangan talaga maging totally dependent on the Holy Spirit na siya ang mag-guide sa process of confrontation. Do you understand? Hindi ko pwedeng sabihin na laging ganito, laging ganyan. Iba-iba kasi the, the cases are different. Sometimes I'll be driving. I confront people a lot. Actually, I do. I confront people a lot. <laughs> One of the things that I do, but I check, Lord, hanggang saan ba ang aking responsibility na mag-confront? Remember, I told you about boundaries? 
a boundary is a border or a line na kung saan nagsasabing kung saan hanggang saan ang responsibility to begin and to end so i can confront but i need to ask the holy spirit where does my responsibility stop halimbawa may umiihi-ihi diyan sa ortega highway sa daan and ayoko yan and i it's not just a preference i think it's wrong okay so if you do that if you go outside of your house and wiwi diyan sa kanto sa mga gulong ng ibang driver o sa pader i want you to know i disagree with you okay unless you can convince me that's right sa akin that's wrong okay sino agrees i'm not campaigning but what i do it's, it's not my responsibility na bumaba sa car at puntahan yung tao sabi mo i saw what you did i'm going to report you to the police da, 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 da. but what i do i confront pero simple lang yung surface level lang bubusina but if i see someone doing that i will go ping 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 so they will do this they will go and bucket kasi alam nila guilty sila eh alam nila so hang, pero ang sabi ng holy spirit sa akin hanggang doon ka lang huwag ka mag confront na lampas doon so yun lang yun ang guidance ng holy spirit sa akin hanggang busina lang <laughs> and then hopefully makukonsensya sila <laughs> o pag sa gabi nag high beam ako sa ilaw yan doon and then like for example nasa CSI ako nakita ko yung isang friend ko na manager ng isang radio station and he said to me manonood kami sa sinihan sabi ko oh, okay yeah. manonood I said, uh, and these children, yung mga anak niya, is mga six years old, nine, ganun, maliliit sila. Elementary age na mga anak niya. Sabi niya, manonood kami kasi mahilig sila sa horror. Manonood pala sila ng tarot, yung something na, sabi ko, huwag! Huwag mong dalin sila sa sinihan na ganun ng palabas na that's bad for the kid's mind. Sabi ko, that's horror. They're gonna grow up with fear. And I confronted him Harap, harap yan. I said, don't do that. Pero siyempre, may boundary. May hangganan ako kasi hindi ako yung tatay. Pwedeng kong sabihin. And then after that, back off na ako. Hindi ako pwedeng ituloy-tuloy-tuloy through the whole process. I can only say what I feel the Holy Spirit leads me, leads me to say for that time. After that, nasa kanya. So I'm saying that case-to-case basis yung ating confrontations. You have to hear the Holy Spirit and be led when God leads you to confront someone at kung hanggang saan, the timing. In fact, the Bible says over here in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12, it says, It isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it certainly is your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. God will judge those on the outside. See? So, pagdating sa mga tao, sa mga office mates mo, kapitbahay mo, and you know they're sinning, does that mean you have to confront everyone every time? No. In fact, the Bible said, if you will get away from these people, you have to leave this earth. You have to leave the planet earth because there will always be sinners around. So, ang responsibility natin is hindi hindi ko inaasahan ng mga unbelievers will act like believers. Sino sa inyo may aso sa bahay niyo? Inaasahan mo ba yung aso mo ay tama yung behavior ng aso mo is what you expect from your child? You know, the, the, the dog is going to poop there, kung ano ang gagawin niya, maingay. Of course, you don't expect a, ch- a dog to act like a boy. 
And I'm just telling you because I don't expect an unbeliever, listen, I don't expect an unbeliever to behave like a Christian. Okay? So we don't go around confronting everybody all the time. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. And here's the, the thing I think also makakatulong sa atin is sometimes you don't need to confront because you don't have to be hurt and it's not really a sin. You just don't like it. It's just, you, it's, it's not your preference. Dahil nainis ka, parang feeling mo, kailangan ko harapin to. Kailangan kong labanin. Kailangan kong i-confront nito. But actually, you don't have to confront every time. Lalo na, hindi naman sin. You just need to be patient. Halimbawa, kapitbahay namin, the past days, ewan ko kung bakit, pero nagdala, nag-uwi siya ng kambing na maingay. Hindi kami nakakatira sa farm. I'm in a residential apartment. Nag-uwi yung kapitbahay ko ng isang kambing na madaldal. Boom! All through the night. Non-stop. Ang lakas ng boses niya. Parang naka-microphone yung kambing. And I don't like it. And the first hour, okay, second until the middle of the night, gusto kong i-confront yung kapitbahay ko. Gusto kong talin siya ng recipe ng kalderetang kambing. And I want to confront. And then I realized, it's, it's not really a sin. It's just I need to be patient. I need to just, you know, I got hurt, but I don't have to be hurt. You know, I, I can just get over it. You don't have to make a big issue about everything that bothers you. And I want to give you the scripture that the Lord spoke to me this week about that. It's, con- it's uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 to 14. It says, put on... Read it with me. Sabay, sabay tayo. Ready, go. Put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Many, many conflicts will be avoided if you will just die to self. If you will just lay down your rights, lay down your preferences, lay down your ego, and give tolerance to others. You know tolerance? The, the Bible word sa ibang translation for this, Colossians 3, says forbearance. Alam mong ibig sabihin pag sinabi ko, bear with me please. Ibig sabihin, you know, tiisin mo alang ako. Tiisin mo. You know? And forbearance is in advance. <laughs> tiisin mo ako na in advance. Give me tolerance. Give me allowances for some shortcomings. So there's a time to confront when you're hurt or someone is hurt and when there's sin. But let the Holy Spirit lead you in the confrontation to make relationships better. And remember, there's a lot of things that could be avoided. Mga relationship problems. If you just be patient, be tolerant, and just put up with people. Imagine how much God put up with you. Imagine how much God has overlooked your weaknesses and your shortcomings. And the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. There's a time for us to confront. And you need to care enough to confront. And there's a time for us to not confront.
But when you confront, quickly, this is the last thing I want to share with you. Jesus gave us a, a guideline, okay? A guideline. Do you know? Can you say guideline? Guideline. Step one, step two, step three. Jesus gave that for you. Para ma-resolve na mga ilang, iba-ibang classing conflicts. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 hanggang 17, Jesus said, the first thing is, if another believer sins against you, go publicly, go campaigning, no, go privately and point out the fault. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you are unsuccessful, halimbawa, the conflict is still not solved, nananatili sa kasalanan, andyan pa rin yung saktan, sabi ni Jesus, take one or two others with you and go back again so that everything may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If that person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Okay? And then, now I want to just share brief, briefly with you the three common stages or steps. Plan one, plan two, plan three. So plan one, if there's a sin or if there's a hurt, go direct and private and talk. Go talk direct and private. Na alam ko, this is hard. Alam ko, nakakahiya. Alam ko, blah, blah, blah. But what does the Bible say? Mag-decision na tayo ngayon. Are we gonna follow our culture or our own preference or what we think is right? Or are you going to follow the Word of God? You got to follow. You better choose to follow the Word of God. Go direct and private. 90% ng mga relationship problems can be solved just by talking. You can talk it out with your wife. You can talk it out with your churchmate, office mate, neighbor. If you just have the right motive and be led by the Holy Spirit, 90% ng mga relationship problems masasettle sa stage one, sa plan one. Just talk. One-to-one. With a humble heart and say, this is how I feel. I want to know how you feel. Can we talk about it? Ganon. Wala nang pahiya-hiya. Hindi na kailangan nagiging public. Jesus forbids you to talk to other people about your hurts. Jesus forbids you to campaign and to gossip and to spread rumors about that person. Jesus said you go to that person directly and private and talk one-to-one. Or kung may asawa, pwedeng mag-asawa. Ganun, because they're one. The two are one. Many times, may lumapit sa akin. Madalas, kasi sa church, may mga, may mga relationship conflicts from time to time. Madalas, may lumapit sa akin. Nagkukomplain. Pastor, kasi si ganito, ganyan, ganyan. Itong sabi niya, itong ginagawa niya. Nagsusumbong parang ganun. Many times, and you know what I will say? Sasab- or sasabihin sa akin, very spiritual. Sasabihin, Pastor, pag-pray mo si ganito kasi... Pag-pray mo. Pag-pray mo. Parang very spiritual. Pero actually, glorified way of gossip lang yun eh. Gossip pa, kahit pinapadaan sa prayer request, gossip pa rin eh. Naintindihan nyo ba? Pastor, oh, pag-pray mo kasi, you know, hindi ba sa Bible, dapat, dapat hindi siya ganang ganun. Chismis pa rin. Damit, religious. Pero sa loob, chismis pa rin. You know what I say? The first thing I say, have you talked to her? Alam niya ba na sinasabi mo ito sa akin? Ay, hindi, huwag mong sabihin. Ay, oh, okay. So, you shouldn't talk to me first. So, I would say, you should, why don't you go talk to the person? That's the question. If you have a complaint about someone in the church and you come tell me, asahan mo yung itatanong ko sa'yo, nasabi mo na ba sa kanya? Nag-usap ba kayo? Eh, kung ang sagot mo, hindi, then wala na tayong pag-usapan. 
Kasi you're not following the biblical pattern. Tama ba? Go talk to the person. Kahit nasabi mo, but you're the pastor, you should know. No, I don't have to know everything. I don't want to know everything. You go solve your conflicts directly and privately. And I know it's hard, but you will grow. And when it's finished, you'll be best friends. Believe me, I've done it many times. You will be better friends if you keep the right heart. Second step, kung ayaw talaga makinig, nananatili sa kasalanan, or this uh, sin or this hurt is not resolved, then you take one or two others. Bring with you one or two others. Okay? Yan ang next step. Someone trusted. Hindi yung nagka-campaign ka. Hindi. Yung someone that, that cares about you both and you solve it as a good. Kasi pag may kasama, pag may witness, ini-expose yung truth. Wala nang he said, she said. Andun na yung truth. Nagiging clear kasi may witness eh. At saka dun din yung witness can also check yung attitude mo rin. Step number three is then you ask, kung talagang hindi na-solve, then you ask the help from church leadership. And we do this. We love people. We love relationships. And so we have counseled families and they have been restored. We've counseled people in their workplace and things got better. It's not always that everything, because wala kang control sa ibang tao, but I guarantee you, if you get the blessing and the, the counsel of the leadership in the body of Christ, things will go much better for you. Kaysa yung you do it in the typical way of the world. There's, you know, grudges and backstabbing and all of that. It's just hindi maganda. How many of you want to have great relationships? Put up your hand. Inuulit ko, the great relationships will give you a great life, a great church, a great house, a great workplace. As goes your relationships, so goes your life. Some of you, actually, you're hurt or you hurt someone. I encourage you to plan the time and the place where you will do a confrontation. Wag mo isipin confrontation is bad. Hindi naman laging bad ang confrontation. It's biblical. Jesus, this is His way for you to have restoration. Yes, masakit. Like setting a bone back. But it can heal if you're wise. Some of you are living in sin. You got sin in your life? Or maybe you're in danger of sinning. Maybe the direction you're going is not good. Not good for you. I hope and I pray that someone will confront you. In love. Ephesians 4.15 says, Speaking the truth in love. Jesus Christ came, John chapter 1, verse 17. He was full of grace and truth. Mahirap yung truth lang. Masakit kasi ang katotohanan eh. But if there's grace and truth, makasama yung, it's a hard thing I have to say, pero andun yung pagiging gracious. Andun pa rin. You understand? So I hope someone will confront you in love. I hope someone will care enough about you to confront you if you need it. And if you're around me very much, the time may come. If the Holy Spirit leads me, I might even confront you. And if you see me going the wrong direction, if you see me living in sin, if you're hurt by me, confront me. Not at my back. Just come to me. Pastor, can I talk to you? Here's how I'm feeling. Okay. If I'm sinning. But if you just don't like me, if you just don't like somebody, you know what? You just need to, you just need to forgive. Grow up a little bit. How about it? Grow up already. And just give tolerance to people. You don't have to get hurt so easily. Are you following me? Does this help you? I'm trying to give you biblical principles that will help you have great relationships 
that are uncomplicated. Pag nakita ko yung mga Facebook niyo, gusto ko makita no, happy and single or happy and married. Ayaw ko makita na mga taga SFCC puro complicated ang relationships. Okay? <laughs> let's, all, let's all stand up together right now in the presence of God. I have a question for you right now. Ang unang tanong ko, do you care enough? And the second question is, are you confrontable? Does your attitude allow that anyone can talk to you without you getting mad and hurt? If no one can confront you, dahil lagi kang overly sensitive, you always are defensive, you always get mad but someone calls out something from you, your life will continually be complicated. You need to be confrontable and you also need to be willing to invest and to take the risk so that you can confront other people.